In the holy name of Jesus. One word describes that night when Jesus Christ came a long time ago. It was ordinary. The sky was ordinary. Maybe it was a beautiful night like tonight, worth a peek from your bedroom window. But it was not really an unusual night. The world was ordinary. Maybe the world was at peace. The Romans ruled it all. But Mary and Joseph were in Bethlehem to pay taxes. And there is nothing more ordinary than paying taxes. The birth of the baby was ordinary. Maybe the labor was short and the birth was easy. And he cried right away, but that is not so unusual. On the whole, there was nothing obvious to keep you awake. And for most folks, there was no reason to expect a surprise. It was an ordinary night with an ordinary sky in an ordinary world, much like tonight, 2,000 years ago. The sheep were ordinary. Some were fat, some were scrawny, some had big bellies. But there were no prize winners or golden fleece. They were just lumpy, sleepy, ordinary sheep. The shepherds were ordinary. They lived like peasants, and they smelled like pasture. They were diligent enough to spend the night outside with their sheep, but they were not famous. You won't find their writings in the library, and you won't find their portraits in a museum. They were nameless, they were simple. They were ordinary. So it was an ordinary night with an ordinary sky in an ordinary world, with ordinary sheep and ordinary shepherds. And we would all be home tonight, warm in our ordinary beds, on this ordinary night in December, were it not for a God who loves compound words, were it not for a Lord who loves to hook the extra to his ordinary. On this ordinary night, God himself did something extraordinary. There was no TV, there was no video camera, there was no satellite hookup, there was no internet, there were no cigars. If it hadn't been for a bunch of shepherds, there would have been no welcome, And had it not been for some stargazers, there would not have been any presence. He is just a baby. He eats and he burps and he wets and he smells and he rubs food on his face when he eats. He has to learn to walk. He played with the children down the street Maybe his knees were bony and maybe his nose was too big for his face. Maybe the girl down the block had a crush on him. His daddy, who was a carpenter, had to teach him to hold a hammer. And he carried on for 33 years feeling everything that you and I feel, everything that you and I have ever felt. He felt weak, he felt weary. He felt tempted, and there were times when he felt defeated. His feet got tired, and his head ached, and he got frustrated, and he got angry, 
And when his friends died, he wept. He was so completely like you and like me. He was so ordinary. And it is the ordinariness of that night and the ordinariness of that man which is the extra thing, the most extraordinary thing. That God tonight would come as one of us with two elbows and two eyebrows and two kidneys and a spleen. And he would let himself be held for the very first time by hands that were calloused and unsterilized and unmanicured, that were ordinary hands. His daddy was an ordinary blue-collar laborer. His mommy was an ordinary peasant from Nazareth in Galilee. But the extraordinary thing on this ordinary night is how God loves us so. Loves us so that he became one just like us. God takes teeth and tongue and toes tonight. He has all that you've got except your sins. Now, if you would just be willing to let him have those too. If you would be willing, as your little Christmas present to the baby Jesus, to leave all your sins here tonight. He would count that as your present to him and would be very pleased. This is the most extraordinary thing of all. Not just that he came in flesh and blood, but why he came. Amazingly, remarkably, he came not to destroy us, but to love us, to redeem us, to save us to take our sins away from us. So if you would just be kind enough to leave them here tonight, that would make the baby Jesus very happy. And then if you would come to have his gifts, his words, his sacraments, his baptism, his absolution, and in just a moment, his Eucharist, if you would come to have his gifts and if you would do that not just tonight, but also tomorrow, and then Sunday, and then the Sunday after that, and then week after week, every week, that would make the baby happy. He would laugh. That would please him. Nothing makes the baby Jesus happier than taking away your sins and exchanging them for his gifts. It's all he ever really wanted. This may not seem like much to you, these words and these sacraments and this church here in Wheaton, but have you ever noticed that God's most ordinary tools are his most powerful ones? Jesus uses spit and mud to make a blind man see. He takes five loaves and two fishes, and he feeds 5,000 people. And at the end of his career, he ties two sticks together and he dies on them for the life of the world. And he gives out the gifts from that cross with name and water, with bread and wine, with words, with breath, with vocal cords, with eardrums. Baby Jesus here to save us.
God's most powerful tools are the ordinary ones to which he adds his extra, especially the extra of a helpless little baby boy born tonight to a virgin in the backwater of the Roman Empire, one who is both true God and true man, one who teaches us to hold the ordinary dear. Outside Bethlehem, there is a small cathedral that marks the place where Jesus was born. If you enter by the front door through the main building, you will see a beautiful ancient church with a very high altar. It is wonderful. But behind the altar is a quiet little cave with small silver lamps. And in the floor is a star embedded in the stone. That is the place where Jesus was born. If you go into that cave, there is one thing to remember. You must remember to duck. The door is so low that you cannot go in standing up. You can see the world in all its glory by standing tall and being proud. But if you want to see how the Lord puts the extra in all things ordinary, you need to be on your knees as you approach the manger. That is how they all worship tonight. On this ordinary night 2,000 years ago, when the black sky exploded with brightness, and sleepy sheep were startled, and shepherds came face to face with angels, and God gave his all, even his extra, his only son, for the forgiveness of mankind, for the life of the world. And the grace arrived in flesh, and the world has never been ordinary since. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen. amen.